much for having me, Nicole. I really appreciate it. Well, I have had a chance to to research. I know that you reached out to our organization about coming out and and helping to empower the young ladies that we serve, and we look forward to working with you in that aspect. But as I read about your movement and your mission of your, your organization, I was really inspired and wanted to have you come on the show because I think it's important for the masses to hear this message. Can you share with our listeners kind of what inspired you to start Bare Bold and Beautiful and tell the listeners about the mission and the focus of that whole campaign. Well, you know, Nicole, it's kind of personal, and, you know, I can talk all day, but I'm, you know, making it short. But it started when I was living in New York. I was attending grad school, and New York is a very high-paced city, very um, fashion-forward. You know, you can be walking down the street, and next to you is like a high-fashion model. So I kind of caught myself getting caught up in that, that way of living in New York. And I was never a girl that wore makeup. But I found myself turning to makeup to help me become more confident in who I was. And I started wearing it, I mean, if I went on dates, if I went out with my friends, if I wore it going to the, you know, going to the store around the corner. And this was every day. And the only time I really saw my natural face was at the end of the day when I was washing it off. And, of course, I started to judge my natural beauty in a harsh light because I was comparing it to the perfected beauty I just washed off. So every blemish, every scar, every, you know, pimple I had covered up now surfaced. So, of course, I didn't like that. But, you know, as it became more frequent, I was wearing makeup, I got to a point where I said, I need to stop this, you know. I need to be confident in who I am at the core of who I am. So I said, I'm going to make a conscious decision not to wear makeup anymore. And all those days when I really want to wear makeup because maybe I have a blemish I want to cover, instead of me running to makeup, I'm going to look at my natural face and compliment it and not focus on the things I don't like but start complimenting the things that I do like. And during that time, you know, I was struggling, so I created a Facebook group to invite ladies to come on this journey. And what started off with just, you know, embracing your natural beauty in terms of no makeup opened up a whole slew of other conversation with body image and, you know, feeling that we weren't, we hadn't been self-empowered. 
And it just kind of became a movement in itself where people were like, you know, we want T-shirts. We want you to come here and speak to our group. And God is so awesome because then he led me to um, create a, a website. And the website opened me up to, you know, men, guys that followed the movement and supported us. And I realized it was something bigger, like I said, than makeup versus no makeup. Women especially, we have, I think, this standard of beauty that we all hold to the the standard of perfection, and we're all trying to meet this standard of perfection where we're not meant to all look like that one ideal beauty. So I said, okay, I need to challenge ladies to change their perception of beauty and especially how they define their own beauty. Because if we can get ladies to to have a perception of a real attainable sense of beauty, then I think they would be more confident in themselves and be able to take that power back from everyone else that they're allowing to define what is beauty. So, you know, I prayed on it, and God gave me Bare, Bold, and Beautiful, because originally the name was Barely Beautiful. That was the Facebook group. Um, but, you know, he said, no, that that name isn't empowering enough. So we, I came up with Bare, Bold, and Beautiful, and the three goals, and I guess the mission as well, align with the name, and that's Bare. We encourage ladies to wear makeup less often. So we, we're not against makeup, but I want ladies to embrace their natural beauty more often by wearing makeup less. Second is bold, to see the boldness in their flaws as well as the beauty. And if you can't see the beauty in what you have deemed as flawed, learn to appreciate them because your flaws are a part of you. It makes you who you are. It makes you unique. And then thirdly, to define your own beauty. Beautiful encourages you not to define and use anyone else's standard of beauty as your mold, but really you step back and say, what is beauty to me? What does that look like? And you define it because I feel like once you define what is beauty to you, it takes the power away from anyone else to say what is beauty to you, if if that makes sense. Are you following me, Nicole? Yes, ma'am, I sure am. I love it. Now, I know that uh, you have a scripture that you associate with your organization, and it's Psalms 139.14. It's, I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And I love that scripture. That's a scripture that I actually meditate on, and I share it with the girls that I work with as well because... You know, each one of us is fearfully, like you said, mm-hmm. uniquely made, unique mm-hmm. in design, uh, created by the the one that created the universe, a Amen. God that, you know, hung the stars in the sky and the moon and the sun and made the flowers. And so if he took as much care and detail to do all of the things that we see in the natural, you know, beauty, what more did he do when he created us? in his image and likeness. And so I I just love the fact that that is kind of the foundation. And it's such a powerful message because, again, once a young woman or girl uh, knows who she is and that she is unique and, like you said, begins to embrace everything, all the skin that they're in, just embrace it and not get caught up in competing and comparing Yes. It can be a game changer. Um, last night I gave a presentation to two youth groups, and I opened up with Psalms 139.14. And, you know, that's a scripture that a lot of people know. Like you said, you have meditated on it. And I don't think a lot of people, especially our young girls, meditate on that scripture because it says, I know that full well. We hear it, but do you know it? You hear it, but do you believe it? And that's what I asked them last night. You know, I said, close your eyes and, you know, by raising hands, who really believes that without a shadow of a doubt that they are fearfully 
lovely and wonderfully made just as they are. Who really knows that? Not a lot of people really know that and believe it. And I really want young ladies and women to internalize that scripture and really believe it when, when it's heard and when it's said. So like you said, meditating on it and really understanding what each, you know, word means within that scripture. Now, I know because I've had a chance to follow your your vlogs, which uh, <laughs> will tell people how they can connect and see kind of this journey that you've been able to catalog. And uh, before we get to that, let's talk about your goal with the journey and where everything has led up to, what's your ultimate vision of this movement that has just kind of blossomed, like you said, from a Facebook group all the way into a full, full-fledged full movement. What are you looking to do? I know there's some exciting things on the horizon, and can you share with our listeners what they can look forward to from Bare Bold and Beautiful? So we, I'm based in Connecticut, and one of the, I guess, main things we do are presentations. So it's kind of unpredictable. Um, so people hire us to present in different capacities, so that's something that we're always doing um, and then I do local community events right now in the town I'm from but you know in the long run and like I said it's all in God's hands so who knows sky's the limit when you know it's his will but I think my overall ideal my overall dream is to have like a bare body beautiful conference and with God I don't know how soon that can come but that would be my goal is to have a conference because I'm able through this uh, movement to reach women in other countries, you know, thank God for social media. So a lot of ladies I don't get to meet in person. People tell me their life stories, their deepest secrets, their biggest insecurities, and I have never met them. My dream is one day for me to be able to hold a conference where ladies can come in from, you know, other states and even other countries and be able to share their stories with you know, other people within that arena, share it on the mic, and, you know, be able to meet them in person. But really, like I said, sky's the limit. Every time I think that, okay, this is where Bare Bold and Beautiful has got to be kind of be put in a box, someone offers another opportunity, like someone's offered a pageant to do a Bare Bold and Beautiful pageant. So honestly, I kind of, I'm just rolling as God introduces and puts new people in my life. I'm just kind of rolling with it. Never did I think I'd be doing radio interviews, but he puts people in my life, and I've been able to do, you know, a couple of radio interviews. But concretely, we're always presenting. People can hire us to present, and I'm always doing local, um, hosting local events that hopefully it will expound to other states. But concretely, yeah, those are the things, presentations and local events right now. Okay, well, I know this past August, you and a friend of yours, Miss Leanna, took a trip across country, um, and you have been actually documenting your journey. I, I want you to share with the listeners a little bit about that. I, I, I was able to see some of the video that you all have available um, at the beginning of the journey, and I, I just thought, it was so fascinating. It was so real. It was so honest and candid um, how you all really put yourself out there in a place of being uncomfortable for the sake of others. Can you kind of share a little bit about that first video that our listeners can actually tune in and, and actually see the footage? But can you kind of share with us where you all started and what you experienced as you wow. traveled 
for the for three weeks, I believe it was around. Yes, country. and even uh, thinking about, it, I still get goosebumps and I get emotional because it's something I wanted to do for so long. But just to give the listeners, you know, the backstory is we traveled from we started in New York. No, actually, we started in Connecticut. We started in Connecticut and traveled cross country to California, which took us three weeks and three days. And the whole point of the documentary had three um, points. One was our personal journey. So really we want to see what was beauty outside of external adornments. And the external adornments we were talking about was fancy clothing, you know, cute outfits, jewelry, makeup, and then our hair. Hair was something that I really prided myself on and I kind of hid behind. So those are the four things we said. Without it, how would we feel about ourselves? So we said we were going to test it. So for those three weeks and three days, we wore no jewelry, no fancy clothing, um, no makeup, and we buzzed all our hair off to where you couldn't even pinch a piece of hair. So super low. And then we also along the way stopped in various states and just asked random strangers on the street, hey, what is beauty to you? How would you define it? Who's the most beautiful person you know and why? If there were couples, what's the most beautiful thing about your girlfriend or boyfriend? And then thirdly, I got to sit down with some of the ladies, like I said, that had shared their insecurities with me, and I got to meet them. So we interviewed um, a burn survivor, a young lady with vitiligo, albinism, cleft lip and palate, um, Bell's palsy syndrome. And they were in various states, and we got to do a one-on-one sit-down and interview them because they know as well as we know that they're not the societal definition of beauty. So I want to know when everyone around you is telling you you are not the definition of beauty, how do you sit here and be so confident? Where do you get that from? And they were able to share their story. And for myself, it made me want to just crawl in a hole because I had to self-reflect because I sat there and I cried about my hair. I didn't want to go outside because I didn't have any hair. And I realized that was so vain of me because here it was, I was talking to women who had, who had experienced um, different situations circumstances in their lives, like being in a house fire or being born with, you know, albinism. And that's something they can't change. They've learned to embrace it. And here I was crying about hair that would grow back in a couple of months. So it was, you know, a time for self-reflection as well. But on the journey, it was so inspiring because it reassured my faith in believing that everyone's not so vain in this society because the the answers they gave as far as what is beauty was answers that I had never thought of. You know, it, it allowed me to give a platform to ladies whose stories have not been heard. And it allowed me to self-reflect on myself. And I can honestly say, and it sounds maybe like made up, but at the end of that journey, I was so much more in tune with myself. And along that journey, the, the the attention was no longer about me. I wasn't focused on how do I look today. It was how can I make someone else feel good when we're filming? You know, how can I tell a stranger they're beautiful, you know, and, and uplift their day? So the attention was no longer on me. And post this trip, I've never been, I think, as confident with, I always say, my little bit of hair because I get so many compliments from other people, and it's no longer – you know, I, I need it, but it's almost just like confirmation because I see it, you know. So I think before the journey, I thought I would never be as confident. I was waiting for my hair to grow back. But I think just after this journey, I, I feel a different type of confidence because it, it comes from uplifting other people and making other people feel good. So, I mean, along that journey, it was, one of, I think, the best moment ever. 
the the best experience that I've ever went through, and I think I learned the most on that journey through other people as well as myself. So I'm editing the documentary right now, and I'm pushing for it to be finished by the end of this year because editing takes a lot. I, I think people underestimate it, but I'm shooting uh, by the end of this year for it to be complete so I can share it with everyone. Now, when you are on that video, you and Leanna, you all, I mean, you are very, very transparent. Uh, Absolutely. Like you said, from the emotions and, and the ups and downs when you actually went to the barbershop and got your hair, your, got your hair cut off, you know, you have your before pictures and your after pictures. But even when you started the journey, I think one of the um, – the videos that I watched, uh, you all had just finished uh, going through different parts of New York. And mm-hmm. it was interesting because listening to you now on the show, and I can, the, the confidence exudes. I mean, I can hear it. <laughs> I can feel it. And and looking at, you know, when you began the journey and you, you all would share how you went out and it was like full of emotion. You said mm-hmm. that sometimes you would walk down the street and people would be encouraging and they would talk about your beautiful skin and call yeah. you jeans and how, you know, just, and you were feeling good. But then there would, mm-hmm. there would also be the ignorant, you know, the person that just, just doesn't know how to act that wants yes. to share their opinion that might not have been favorable. And you could also feel the emotion and how, and, and almost how it kind of deflated you. And it's a, mm. it's a reality, yeah. especially when you're talking about women and girls that have all of these images of beauty and the media and the marketing and, you know, all the airbrush beauties and all of this. The world is saying this is what beauty is. Yes. But the confidence, the true confidence, the lasting confidence comes from within. And Absolutely. you knowing that I am beautiful. I am beautiful just like you said, redefining beauty and, and you determining what beauty means to you. I think that that's freeing, that's empowering. One of the things that I know uh, you and I have talked about is the fact that this movement is not anti-makeup it's not you know it's not okay we just want people to go go out there and and be bare although that Mm -hmm. that's you know we embrace that as well but Um, it's about not depending on it Uh, makeup is designed to enhance absolutely not define absolutely exactly and and it it just you know I'm I'm reminded because I I work with a lot of young people in the schools and community centers and when I go through the halls and you know from the $1000 weaves to the heels to the full glam makeup I'm not talking yes. about just a little lip gloss <laughs> and some mascara I'm talking full mac foundation yes. just yes. like you're going to the prom every mm-hmm. single day that's exhausting it but is. you're getting it's younger and younger I'm going Absolutely. in middle schools I'm going in high schools Absolutely. and I'm going what do you have to look forward to? Ab- what, Nicole, what, absolutely. <laughs> what's really going on? So I think it is very admirable and 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 just exciting that you and your team and the the women that have joined your movement and the girls are being set free. I think there's nothing like it. Um, and so I hope that our listeners will tune in and check out some of your blogs. And, of course, when your video is done, definitely 
tune in and follow you. I'm sure you're on Facebook and, and other social media so that when the video is done, you can come and speak to their groups or their schools or their churches about beauty and show the, the video and the film or perhaps there might be some listeners who are tuned in who have local cinemas or, or what have you. I would love to see this documentary when it's done shown on the big screen. And I'd Absolutely. love to see a multi-city tour like you traveled from the East Coast to the West Coast. I'd love to see a, a tour that hits the cities and is actually be, you know, able to be shown on the big screen because this is a message. I think the, the, the viewers need to, one, not only look within – but they also need to see how we so often judge other people at this, oh, yes. you know, unachievable standard of beauty. How many women and girls look and go, mm, she really needs to change her hair, you know, just mm-hmm. judgmental, just ugly. But um, that's a character flaw. But Absolutely. until you're happy with yourself, I, I loved what you said um, in one of the videos. You said, I think it was the day you got your hair cut. I think you said that when you when you washed your face, you were you you came face to face mm-hmm. with the real you. I mean, because Absolutely. it was a face. You know, there was no bang like you said to hide <laughs> behind. It was just hello world, here I am. This and is me face and all, yeah. Exactly. So, well, let me ask you this. How can people, one, tune in, can you give our listeners the website for Bear Bold and Beautiful, first of all, and your, uh, your email address in case they want to reach out to you to have you come out and speak. I know you said you're doing things locally, but I did also hear you say that you will travel, right, if they have we, money to help you get there. <laughs> we absolutely, we do travel. Like I said, I'm based in Connecticut. We frequent New York, of course, because they're next door, but right now, I'm in Dallas, and I presented to two youth groups last night. Um, and on Saturday, I'm actually doing, like, a private presentation to a foster mother and her seven foster daughters. So we do school events for, like, a whole weeks at a time for self-esteem weeks. Um, but we also do do private parties. We've done private sleepovers. And I think a lot of parents or guardians don't think about that. You know, if you have a young lady struggling with her self-esteem, body image, you can host a private party. We come and do private parties where it's your, you know, daughter and a couple of friends, and we'll do activities because a lot of times it takes an outsider for your child or whoever you're caring for to really open up to really, you know, allow us to break through. We see it all the time. They just want that third party to open up and be expressive too. So we, we do travel, um, but exactly, we do need funding to help us travel because I work and I fund a lot of this stuff. But, you know, I have other things I have to fund as well. So they can inquire on the website, which is www.bareboldbeautiful.com. And my email is there boldbeauties at gmail.com, but they can also just click the contact tab on the website and it'll send it to my email as well. Now, what about following you on social media? What social media um, platforms are you on and connected? So we are definitely on social media. Um, First is our first Facebook group. This is how we started. It's called Barely Beautiful, and it's an interactive group 
it's closed, which means you have to send me a request in order to be accepted in. Um, anyone's accepted except guys. It's a ladies-only group because we are very transparent. We are very vulnerable within that group, so we like to keep it amongst us ladies. But I also have a Facebook like page, which is Bare Bold and Beautiful. Um, excuse me, it's Bare Bold Beautiful on Facebook, so give us a like, please. And then lastly, we are on Instagram, which is my favorite because I, on the side, I do photography as a hobbyist. So Instagram, I'm always uploading pictures, letting you follow us wherever we're at and whatever we're doing, and it's at Bearbold Beautiful. So follow us on Instagram to follow us through pictures. Now, last and, and but not least, um, how can people support the work that you're doing? I know that you have uh, some buttons and you all have some other things that are in the works, but donations, uh, contributing to your cause to help you get this video, this documentary done and produced in, in a, what I call a Jesus class fashion, how can people mm. sow into the, into the ministry and into the work that you're doing? Um, one of the things uh, I love is we just mentioned it is social media. You know, you can definitely support us by liking us on Facebook and sharing that link on your page and encouraging your friends and family to come check us out, as well as the same thing on social media, following us and encouraging other people to follow us because that just expands upon the people that we can touch. Um, but, of course, buttons is one of the awesome things that people can support us with. Um, that helps us financially, but as well as you get a keepsake. And the buttons I love because, of course, it helps raise money for the movement and allows us to do more things in larger capacities. But they're also a great conversation piece. So many people order buttons from all over the United States, and they'll say, you know, I was walking down the street, and somebody saw my button on my bag behind me and asked me, what is Bear World and Beautiful? What is that? So I love it because it opens up the dialogue. So that's one of the my most favorite things uh, or favorite ways for people to support us is by purchasing buttons because, like I said, it helps us financially, but as well it helps spread the um, spread the, the word of the movement. So, and the people send me pictures. I love it. If you do buy a button or a thousand, I love when people send me pictures because when the buttons go out, I never get to see people I say rocking their buttons. So people will send me pictures of them with their buttons, and I put it on our website. It's a, a tab called Got Buttons, and I'll put your picture up there. So that's one of my most favorite ways for people to support us. And you can find, you can um, support us by going to the website. The buttons are on that page under Shop. All right. Well, you have heard it here, listeners, on A Priceless Perspective. I thank you, Shakia. I wish you and your team the the very best with what you're doing. I'm looking forward to having you here in Atlanta. Look forward to helping um, you host events for the, the little southern peaches down here in Georgia <laughs> uh, to help empower them. I know that you, you've got such a powerful message. And um, as she said, please visit their website. You can check out a lot of their vlogs um, from their website as well as on, is it YouTube, Shakia? Yes, YouTube, Bare Bold, Beautiful. Bare Bold Beautiful, that's where you can find the snippets of our cross-country road trip. That's not the official footage, but it's like videos we took on our phone to keep our um, supporters just following us as we traveled. So be sure to, to 
check it out and spread the word. Get your buttons, send in your pictures, like them on Facebook, check them out on Instagram, and really support this cause. And also donate, give, uh, and have her out and her team out to, to, like she said, do a private party to speak to the young ladies in your school or in your churches. God's given her an incredible platform, and so we want to do everything that we can to uh, support the work that you're doing. So I wish you the very best, and I thank you again for being a guest on A Priceless Perspective. Thank you for having me, Nicole. Join the conversation. Visit us online at pricelessperspective.com or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. This show has been brought to you in part by Diamond in the Wealth Youth Development Program Incorporated and Gen Makers LLC.